Betches Media presents. Donald Trump was a, a stain on our country. I am someone's daughter, too. That's what I'm doing. So help me God. Congratulations, Mr. President. The Betches Sup Podcast. Mr. Vice President, I'm speaking. Hello, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Sammy Sage. And I'm Millie Tamaras. And this is the Betches Sup Podcast, where C-SPAN and I guessed e-network meets the group chat to help you process and laugh at the biggest topics in u.s news and politics today among those topics are chloe kardashian we're just like she's the big injected flat tummied elephant in the room who we must discuss today it is a little embarrassing that um she her, we've been talking about her stomach for four days and oh not God. this massive trial that has been going on um, but we will get to that also today. So you know you what? Gotta, you gotta be balanced. Yeah, we, <laughs> we can walk and chew gum, and that is the that is the beauty of women is that we can talk. <laughs> what, um, I definitely muted her, but what's the woman that was on um, Tucker Carlson? The thigh high boots, Lauren. Um, oh, Tommy Lauren? No, the 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 feminist one. I don't remember. A she, feminist on Tucker Carlson. Yeah, no, no, no. She oh, she went viral. She was on Lauren two- Duca. Yes. Oh, yeah. Lauren Duca. Oh, I ended yeah. up muting her, but <laughs> but yeah, like it, she didn't make it. Yeah, when the point. mic's off, I can tell you something else about that. <laughs> anyway. Uh y'all anyway. are missing. Yeah, this is for the Patreon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making up Maybe a that's a good idea. We just tell stories. Yeah, Betches Patreon. No, we signed NDAs for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we get like <laughs> lawsuits and it's like, I don't know, it's behind the Patreon. Yeah, I was Did you pay for it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this week, Sammy, you've been reacting via your other content uh, streams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're the diet culture. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think a lot of people separate sort of wellness and politics in their head, but they are one and the same. Totally. And that is something that's always like been an intersection that interests me. Um, I have you listen, you know, that you're wrong about podcast and they have, yes. and then they have the maintenance phase. I that w- one's so good. That, and I was listening to the Dr. Oz episode about, you know, how much of like a hacky and like, his congressional mm-hmm. hearing, which I didn't know anything mm-hmm. about. And oh. yeah, like it is totally, um, and it just totally affects society too, like politics, um, that kind of stuff. And then also um, like how we treat people every day, you know, mm-hmm. how we treat, like, you know, I mean, it's just coming in a conversation about like how fat people are treated in society and like by doctors and all that stuff. And right. that's like, that comes from the top down, you know? So I saw this really interesting TikTok oh. that, oh, oh, Bruce, relax. <laughs> that, that, um, he never barks, but he's like, okay. To that Fat effect. Phobia. Yeah. Yeah. To the, he's like, I want food. That <laughs> more, that's more like what he's saying. So to that effect, like there's the whole stigma, obviously around like heavier people are lazy. Mm-hmm. And something that I saw on TikTok was a breakdown that it was like, when, when, there's a obviously like a stereotype that when like white people are relaxing and not, and you know, not doing anything, they're engaging in self care. But Mm. when people of color are relaxing, Mm. they're lazy Mm -hmm. and therefore it's their fault Mm -hmm. if they have like higher rates of obesity Mm -hmm. and all these things. So it's like, there's so much more that whole, like the whole world of self care is like in its own right kind of has 
some problems um, with what the definition of self-care is versus what like the social media definition of self-care mm-hmm. is. But yeah, I mean, there's so many intertwined issues here. Right, right. Yeah. We do probably have some listeners that have no idea what we're talking about, a select few, but this week has been all about Khloe Kardashian's stomach because there was a picture posted on grandma's Finsta, I think. Yes. Um, of <laughs> Khloe looking like great, just normal, like a normal, not even like a normal person, like a really hot person, just not how she yeah. normally looks, like manipulating herself all the time. And she obviously undertook this big campaign to get it taken down. Farber's dry sand effect, way more people saw it. And then last night she posted this very um, long, I found it very sad and very uh-huh. long Instagram live carousel, oh. uh, basically showing off her body to prove that she really looked the way that she thinks we want her to look. And along with sort of a long statement about how she's always been teased. And that's why she's so insecure. The live was so sad because you're watching this woman body check. In, yeah. It's just like a, is a disordered behavior, like what she was doing, like that. That's why up I found shirt. it so sad. I didn't make that connection. Yeah. yeah. You're watching her body check, which is a behavior I've done. Yeah. That millions of times in my life. Like, but that's why I recognize that it's like, that's what she's really doing. Like she's trying to like, it's that thing that you do when you're affected by dieting and you're trying to just like convince yourself that like you're thinner, that you're like more, you know, more than whatever it is you want to be. And it's like, I wish she could just look at herself and realize that like, yes, she has been tortured. Like she mm-hmm. really has been, mm-hmm. but doing this is not helping her. Like it's really just relapse. It's like in enforcing mm-hmm. her body image issues, this whole, um, it's enforcing yes. everybody's body image issues. Yeah. Like, yeah. But hers too. Yeah. That's the thing. Like she thinks that what she's saying is somehow like helping her or like making her case, but it, it really is entrenching her more. And that is very sad because she's a beautiful woman. Yeah. She didn't come out and say, I wish People would just accept me for what I look like. I accept me. She was like, no, I don't accept me. And that's why I physically deprive myself and exercise constantly. Mm. And please respect that. Like, But I didn't get surgery for it. I worked hard. And I mean, I think, I mean, the whole Kardashian family. But I feel like, I mean, one of the, I guess, like, craziest moments for me of the, of course, of like the Kim or whatever, was um, when Rob and Black China were breaking up. And he posted a picture of her like about to get liposuction right after she had the baby. And then he's like, you tell all your fans that you just drink a lot of water and shit. You don't tell them this, which is like, it's so malicious and so whatever. But like, not that I appreciated it, but it was like, I think people needed to see that. Like, yeah, like you can't naturally get a body like that. You just can't, you know, even if you work out all the time or whatever, like, you just it's it's really difficult or your job is to have that body like exactly you right. know like a chris like people say like chris evans or even zach efron which we don't talk about like male like body we don't talk dis- enough about zach efron <laughs> yeah yeah like male body yeah. dysmorphia and totally. all that stuff and like totally. you know everyone's like he's put on some weight he's like i couldn't eat pasta now and like <laughs> do all this stuff, you know and it's a lot, you know, and, and it's again, it's 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 complicated because it's like, you know, she's been tortured, you know, yeah. she's her. And I also wondered, too, like I I'd always I always wonder, like, how much of what people say penetrates into their camp and and how much do they see it? Because, you know, people say a lot of shit about them. And like, 
obviously they can't like right. be affected by every single comment but I, I always wonder so to, to to read that that she knows that people say her her she's the ugly one or this and that like I'm like yeah. damn that's rough the family but. pushed that message her mm-hmm. own family like that's what's the family kind of like this is what kind of kills me about them is that they want to be like oh we're all one we're all together it's like well you are perpetuating um some serious mental health issues for one of your children who got this got this sort of like reputation this image from the storylines on the show that her own mother executive produced so i don't like know what to say to that it's funny because it's like they've had like a stronger reaction to this because like kim then posted all this than they even did to like kylie's pepsi thing which was way worse way worse they have brought way much more energy to proving that's the thing they're not standing up for her like stop teasing her they're like no see look she has a flat stomach none of us care she had she a had flat, flat stomach, stomach in the, in the picture photo. she looked she had, had, a, stomach, but she had she like she had an enviable body in that picture she looked hot as hell right. and i hate that here's the thing i hate that we keep making it about that because it I also know, shouldn't matter it shouldn't but matter. it does sort of reinforce the degree of how fucked up they are. It does. But that's, I think, the difference between this scandal is it really exposes how messed up they are in their heads. Because yeah. I think everybody yeah. empirically is like, what That's a girl? good picture. That's a great picture. What are you doing? Whereas yeah. normally it's like, I think people do have the reaction like, oh, she thinks that looks bad. What does she think I look like? But it's like, she's not thinking about anyone else but herself. Well, obviously yeah. she's not even capable of even objectively thinking about herself or any of that because... A fucking five, like five or four pictures, like iOS press release, yeah. like about right. a picture that you want to get taken down. And like, <laughs> that's what they call them. It's iOS press release. But like, something only at a, a Samsung user would say. Yeah. <laughs> a- I feel like, okay, first of all, we're talking about body shaming, but I've just been Android shamed on the Ventures <laughs> And I will not stand for it. One and two. Um, it's just like, damn, dude, like there's some serious allegations that y'all have had, like exactly. about co-opting exactly. black women and Kanye West fucking endorsing Trump. And like there's some legitimate serious scandals like Kylie Jenner's face. Kimono. The kimono stuff. Oh, my gosh. I the forgot. skims. Chloe, Chloe herself has been accused for multiple black women, not about like, not even about like the black fishing, which is like what that whole family does of like, yes. whatever. Right. But she has been accused several times of her brand ordering stuff from black boutiques and then duplicating them on her, on the good American website multiple Daniel times. <laughs> exactly. And then it's just like, like literally bring it on over there right. in that fucking house. And then they do like a five thing, like about like my stomach's really flat, like fuck you. But it's also like, damn, it's it's tough because it's like, fuck you. But I also feel bad for you. But also like, yeah, there are people dying, Kim, (laughs) (laughs) people dying, Chloe. It's just like so much. It's like, ugh. yeah, they are a paradox. The family. Yeah. Yeah. So what would you what kind of things? I guess because I was asking myself this and that's why I like wanted to, that's why I tagged you in that thing. Cause I saw it and I'm like, I wonder what Sammy thinks, but it's like, what would have been an honor yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always, but it's like, I, what would have been the appropriate response or like, what would you like to see from her? What I wish she, 
Okay, the place I wish she had come from is a place that she can't come from because she's in the throes of, I don't want to diagnose her, but some sort of like body dysmorphia, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. disorder. Yeah, eating. yeah. I don't like know the specifics, but I wish that she had come out and said like, yes, that was a picture of me. I, she could also have said all the stuff about like been about how she's been teased. She's also how- very self-aware and self-effacing. It would have been on brand for her to be like, yeah, that was a weird reaction. I made it worse. Yeah. You know, right. or, here's where or, I'm coming from. Or like, she didn't even need to explain the reaction, but she could have even been like, you know, I've been thinking about it and I, maybe I have some insecurities about my body, but I know that it's important for me to be proud of it mm-hmm. and to show women that it's okay to have imperfections mm. and that I want this picture to be out there because even if it bothers me, it's like a part of my body journey. Mm. Like that's like what I would have wanted to hear from her, but I don't think she's in a place to say that. She's not. Mm. Um, but that, that does yeah. make sense. And especially, especially cause we are in this rose of, this, you know, quote unquote, body positivity movement, like, it would have been really powerful to have a Kardashian kind of engage in that. And like, yeah, and like, you know, I I hate to say like Lizzo and put her at the center of all this stuff. But like, there are, you know, but this is somebody who has a completely different relationship with their body than the Kardashians do. And, And people have different expectations, and she has different, whatever. But I just think about all the unedited beach themes. Uh, beach mm-hmm. pictures that she I've said beach themes I'm in a um, game show you know I'm writing trivia for a game show and I'm just some oh yeah, that's cool yeah yeah uh, for, hosted by Jason Biggs on E actually so you, oh, you should yeah, yeah, yeah. crossover <laughs> crossover cough it up E yeah, yeah yeah so um look out for that but I'm just in game show mode um but yeah like this is somebody who has a completely different relationship with their body and for all the criticism Lizzo has like there are so many unedited beach photos of her that get released and like you just never see her react because yeah. that is just her body and she doesn't care. And I mean, I think in a lot of ways people project things onto her and all that stuff. But like, I'm really happy that like this movement has happened. You know, I wish I wonder how different I would have been in my life if I grew up like if at high school I had these kind of body Same. messages. But you know, it is at a time where I'm in my life, like, have fully accept, you know, not fully, everyone has insecurities, but like, have a strong relationship and like, whatever with my body that I don't hate it or anything like that. And, and like, um, I feel like a lot of women are getting there, especially like women our age. And I feel like Elise talks about a lot on her other podcast, Roast of Your Teenage Self, that our age group specifically, maybe like older millennials, mid millennials, the shit that we were seeing was so bad. It was so bad. The Nicole Richie mm-hmm. and Lindsay Lohan just bones. I was like, I want to look like that. Yeah. I thought that's what was. So yeah, thank. That's what I was thinking as yeah. this was unfolding. Was like, man, if this had happened like fifteen years ago, which it probably maybe it didn't because there wasn't as much like saturation of pictures online and there mm-hmm. wasn't Instagram. So people wouldn't be chasing them. But yeah, I think I'm, I'm excited to see more people in our generation look back on how those images that we were shown in particular were messed up. Well, yeah. even, yeah, like the low rise jeans and like, even just like, even the positive female, like role models were completely toxic. And I think on the other end, like, mm-hmm. I, you know, not as a woman of color, but even the stuff that I was seeing, you know, it wasn't bone thin, but it was like, 
huge breast, small waist, huge butt, no cellulite, completely no hair, no, you know what I mean? And like, yeah, like again, seeing somebody like Black China, you know, no, it's like, oh, she gets a lot. And even even somebody like Cardi B being like, the only thing fake about me is my boobs or something like that. It's just like, yeah, that, those are yeah. not just like the same way of being bone thin. Like having those proportions are not um, like is very rare. Like nobody has just like this proportional curvaceous naturally body, you know, and those photos are probably edited and so. those photos are probably edited without cellulite or anything like that, you know? So um, it is, it is, um, really interesting to see all of that and like I even feel like even though people are still getting a lot of plastic surgery and butt implants and stuff like I feel like people at least are more upfront about it and like mm-hmm. I don't know yeah I feel like it's shifting more the understanding is it's like lipstick it's like nobody has bright red lips naturally mm-hmm. but people like the way they look so yeah. if you want to do that that's fine as long as we're all on the same page about you weren't born with naturally ruby red lips mm-hmm. We all know your hair and skin can sway your mood and impact your day in ways you can't underestimate. Sometimes what starts as a bad hair day quickly turns into a bad everything else day. I'd never found beauty products that really understood my needs, but ever since I switched to custom hair and skin routine with pros, I've noticed so many benefits. Healthier hair and skin, yes, but beyond that too. Since I started using pros, I've noticed consistently healthy hair. Even with all I put it through with the heat tools and the hairsprays to get this pompadour sky high, it smells great, it looks fancy on the shelf, and I like that it has my name right on it. This formula is made for V. Pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. From millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely yours or mine. And pros isn't just better for you. It's better for the planet. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. They even have a review and refine tool, which learns from my feedback and adjusts my formula to keep up with the seasons and changes in my life. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin that they're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription at pros.com slash feverdream. So get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash feverdream. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash feverdream. Hey, American Fever Dream listeners, I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. Whether you need a Mother's Day gift for the quilter or a birthday present for the vintage hunter, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Some of the things I like to buy on Etsy have little dachshunds on them or are four dachshunds. Dottie's got a whole litany of new sweaters and harnesses and all kinds of fun stuff that we get lots of compliments on when we're out on walks. A gifting moment is always just around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. So let's pivot to our next topic. (laughs) So now (laughs) another hard pivot. Yeah, very Um, hard pivot. Very hard pivot. But uh, so throughout the week, the past several weeks, the trial of Derek Chauvin has been unfolding in Minneapolis. 
I know, Sammy, you have been watching in and out pretty closely. Millie, we were talking about how you have not. Just quickly, who, who, have you guys been watching and why or why not? I've been watching because I feel like, A, as a white woman, I don't have the same sort of triggers for watching it, um, which means that it's important for me to watch it and understand it more so so that I can like talk like talk to people about it. That's like really why I'm watching it um, because I feel like it's not obvious. It's not going to get enough attention. I don't think so. Yeah, I balanced. I, the reason I want to talk about this at the top too is because it's like, I know in my coverage, because you've been covering it, which is helpful, but it's it's hard to sort of balance um, wanting to cover it really closely and also not wanting to like re-traumatize people. Mm. So I think yeah. it's been a little bit of a tricky balance, but it is, uh, I mean, we, yeah, I, I'm surprised that it hasn't gotten as much attention. I think media outlets are covering it, but it's not, uh, I don't know if people are paying attention who should be, who should be and have the ability to and should give it their time and it won't traumatize them. It's also like um, a lot of it is very esoteric and like you're watching a really long testimony so that you can get so that this witness can make like one point. But right. also, and I said this to you yesterday, it sort of feels like watching a game where you're watching your team score all the points, but then you're like, actually, the points don't matter because the, the winner is going to be decided by probably a racist referee. So it's a little disheartening because as I'm watching it, I'm like, yeah, yeah, like that's so tr- like great witness. Yeah. But then I'm like, it does it matter? Like we watch the video. Yeah. You know, I think um, so. I haven't been watching it. And I think everything that Sammy was saying is correct of like, you know, it triggers me in a different way, you know, Um in, in so many different ways of my life, you know, obviously people in my family that have been, you know, obviously me, like, um, you know, I just was even talking about this in therapy of like, I was in a place, um, I went to like this boutique shop, this is way before I did anything, I bet you like a few years ago, um, you know, I stayed at a house upstate and I, you know, on the way back in the Berkshires, we stopped at this store and it was like top 10 cute stores you know it was like a cute like family-owned home goods store and I really wanted to go and I'm like such a dumbass like I will spend so much money on dumb stuff (laughs) like especially but like the whole time they were like trailing me and following me and this and that and then they accused me of stealing I didn't steal like I had a candle and I was like thinking about it I sniffed it and I was like do you think I should pay ten dollars for this like you know half ounce candle to my friends? And my friends are like, it doesn't smell that good, so I put it back at the register. But they said that I put it in my pocket, and then they like made me walk around the store and find it. And then it was at the register, like they didn't even look. And then um, they uh, they fo- you know follow me out, humiliated me, yelled at me, um, whatever. Even after they found the camera well because i was upset i was crying outside the store and they came out and were like i'm not racist (laughs) and it was just a crazy experience i wrote about it it went viral it got written up they got some messages and then they started messaging me and like being like your post you know is ruining our lives like my wife wants to kill herself like the woman who was arguing with and like that is just like a trauma that i had it and and then i'm like i can't call the police because mm-hmm. what's going to happen if the police get called you know right. you know and, and like 
and that's exactly what happened with George. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and not even that. It was like other people were like, just let him, just let it go. It's not that serious, you know. And that, this is what happened. And and I and I've been reading and like processing like all the people that feel guilt around around the situation too even share <laughs> share who tweeted like if i was there would have been yeah oh, no she was like i wish i was there i, I know it would have that been was different. so weird so yeah but yeah like just to say like i can't you know i i'm sorry i went off that tangent with the candle thing but like no, no, that's no, I'm glad you did. Yeah. Like that is just a trigger for me. Like for sure, this whole thing has been a trigger. I didn't even like, I can't even watch yeah. any part of that video. Like it's a lot. So I do really appreciate. I think that's exactly how it should be. Is like people who aren't triggered by this should be watching and like, you know, s- spreading the word. But it's also like really difficult because I think the for me the most I'm obviously triggered by sexual assault and sexual violence stuff but not in the same way but it was it's like the brett kavanaugh thing like even though i'm not deeply triggered as triggered you know by these things like it's still super difficult to watch knowing not not being a hundred percent sure that at the end it's gonna matter you know matter yeah especially because they've been showing like Sammy said, they've been showing the same things over and over again, I think, to make the point to the jury over and over and over again. Um, what they've really focused on is having law enforcement people and first responders say repeatedly, this is not what he was supposed to do, Derek Chauvin. There was no reason. He was never trained to do that. He was repeatedly over decades trained not to do that. I could list every law enforcement officer. It's people that knew him for decades. It's people that supervised him. They brought in people from out of state, the use of force experts from around the country, and the police chief there, uh, Madera Arredondo, who collectively sort of really broke down this blue wall of silence to talk about other officers. Um, And I think what's interesting about this case, what's a little different, is that most people killed by police are shot by police Mm -hmm. and police are more reluctant to say like uh, to denounce that because they can see themselves in that position, making a split second decision. Mm -hmm. They probably can in this too, but this was 10 minutes of the knee on the neck. Sammy, you've been watching this closely. Do you think this has been like an effective line to follow? Just keep reiterating that there was no reason a police officer would have done this. I mean, it's effective for me. Like, I don't right, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's really hard for me to put myself in the shoes of who these jurors are. Because, again, these are people who were chosen because they're not biased. And so I'm like, I don't know. I saw reporting that, like, one of the jurors was sleeping. Right. Like, I saw that I too yesterday. I don't know what the fuck is actually going on mm. in, with this jury. But, like, I could, yeah, the the prosecution's doing a great job. The the number of officers, even from the Minneapolis PD, who have testified against Chauvin is like very large. Mm. It's not. It's out of the ordinary. Um, it should be a very clear cut case. Mm. It's almost like this trial, because it's had so many of these examples, it's like really accelerated how normal it is, even though this is very unusual to have this many like. Yeah. People are already used to it. Like, oh, another cop saying that he should have done this. Like, well, that's actually like a big proportion of cops who have ever said a cop shouldn't do this. It's just like the 10th in this trial. Yeah. And I think like what I've been reading, like commentary from Sunny and from Joy Reid, is that this has been the strongest case um, that Mm -hmm. they've seen in like out of like the 
Trayvon Martin or Michael Brown. Like this has been, and they're mm-hmm. actually like prosecuting because Breonna Taylor, like they didn't even charge the officers with the right Nothing. thing. So like the the win the witnesses couldn't even pro you know couldn't even like. Even if they did, they did do it right, but they didn't. Char- they charged them for other stuff, not for killing Breonna Taylor, which was the whole injustice in the first place. But this is like he's actually getting charged for killing Derek, and yeah. like that, they they have the strongest evidence. So it's going to be really interesting to see um, what happens. Yeah. There are also a few charges to get him on, so I think they're trying to sort of make the case that it could be any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Or, like, at least leave room for themselves that it could be any of them. Obviously, the defense has not called any witnesses yet, right? No, The defense has obviously been able to cross-examine the prosecutions. What have they been trying to do? They're trying to harp on, I would say, mostly two things. One is Floyd's, like, drug use. There was sort of a question about pills that were found in the squad car. Um But those cars were searched twice and they were only found like six months later. Mm. They had his DNA sound sketchy. So there's a lot of of focus on like his drug use. um, But the prosecution also brought his like ex-girlfriend or to say like we were trying to stop. And it was like an addiction due to pain um, from opioids, like that sort of classic story. Um, the other thing they're trying to harp on is that like Chauvin was like distracted and like by the crowd that was yelling at him (laughs) and that, (laughs) and then, yeah, yeah, they do this every day. They're like, he was scared. Yeah. They was, he was scared. And and, yeah, they really do. Um, and that like, they thought that, that George Floyd could somehow like come back to life because he was like, after he was unconscious. So that's basically, I would say those are like the three holes that the defense is trying to like fit their case into. And, and I assume that that's where they're trying to create doubt for the jury. Yeah. We all dread the, what should we have for dinner question? I mean, I know I do. I love a home cooked meal, but I don't always have the time, energy or groceries to make it happen. Being able to feast on a delicious meal without the long prep and cook times is what drew me to home chef over the other guys. Home Chef's meals are effortless, so I can spend less time trying to be Top Chef and more time watching it. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, or quick microwave meals that assemble in minutes, Home Chef has you covered for delicious meals without the hassle. Home Chef has over 30 options a week and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you never have to worry about what to make ahead of time. Not only is it convenient, but it's economical too. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering our listeners 18 free meals plus free dessert for life and of course, free shipping on your first box. Just go to homechef.com slash fever dream. That's homechef.com slash fever dream for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. You heard that right. Homechef.com slash fever dream must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription rental service, and for just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles. 
They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. You get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. This is the best. You just put it back in your box, send it out, and before you know it, you've got your next one. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. I bought the Rachel Antonoff pasta puffer from them. I was obsessed with it, like everybody who tries it is, and it was completely sold out everywhere else. So I felt like I really, really had an in there. So thank you, Newly. Newly is an amazing value at $98 a month for any six styles. And right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code FeverDream20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code FeverDream20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's with code FeverDream20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. Let's actually get into a little bit of uh, those details you were talking about. I've been struggling with how to cover this because, as we've said before, George Floyd is not on trial, but mm-hmm. I like lost it on a podcast last week about this because just talking about like how many people have errant pills in their purse and car and it's like fine, like casual drug yeah. use is very common as is the opiate epidemic. But so as Simi said, they claim to have found pills in different places later. Uh, but the thing about them is none of the pills found in Floyd's car that he could have ingested at the time had anything that would have caused any sort of overdose or crazy reaction. They were average or low amounts of like, honestly, they were like bad drugs. I think like <laughs> there's no way this would have resulted in him um, having some sort of overdose that would have. And, and also it's important to repeat the it says he died of homicide. The cause of death was cardiac arrest and neck compression. Drug use was referenced in the report, but it was not referenced in relation to the cause of death whatsoever. One last thing on the drugs is that a witness who previously said they thought they heard Floyd say, I ate drugs in full context, acknowledged that Floyd actually said, I ain't done drugs. So that that was big yesterday. That was big. (laughs) Yeah, that was big yesterday. Um, Something else. Yeah. A number of times they've had witnesses who testified that that he died due to lack of oxygen. And so that has been like hammered home. And yeah, I mean, the case feels very strong to me, but again. Do you think they're now pivoting to try to say, okay, maybe if the drugs didn't kill him, it was now, you never know how somebody's going to wake up. Like we thought he was going to wake up. They're pivoting to, it's a result of a drug, but not because the drug ended his life. They're pivoting to that, and um, Joy Reid kind of compared it to like Rodney, a Rodney King story, mm-hmm. like this this story that like he's gonna somehow come back to life and threaten them, and I don't know. It all sounds very. You have to be pretty dumb to believe it. Very but, dehumanizing. Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's how you refer to like an animal that's sedated, and that's a fucked up line to follow. Yeah, I mean, they're ugh, yeah. I'm I'm curious to see what happens during the defense because I wonder if Chauvin will testify. I don't know. Yeah. And finally, before we wrap up, Millie, are, are you feeling anxiety about, I'm starting to feel anxiety about how this ends because I feel like I'm kind of naive. As we were saying, this seems like an open and shut case, but uh, it's very rare for police officers to be found guilty of, of murder. One was interestingly in Minneapolis a couple of years ago, um, and there have been echoes of that here. That was not a white man, though. That was a cop of color. I feel like cops of color will, are more likely. Um, it's hard to say. I mean, 
it would be interesting if they didn't like because it, it would be, it was just around this time last year so it was like a year, a year later like the same you know protests and riot you know and riots it would be and a stuff. thousand times worse this time yeah, i yeah, think it so. would be way more intense i think it would be so. way more intense. um but people are now vaccinated People are now vaccinated. <laughs> People have the superpowers. So yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. I you know, it's hard to say. Like, I mean, it just sucks. Like, you just get numb. You know what I mean? Yeah. I could see it really going either way. Like, part of me is like, oh, they're gonna find him guilty and like this mm-hmm. will be a moment of justice. And then another part of me just has has just as easy a time believing that it could result in just like the most outrage or you could get sort of like a mixed result, mm-hmm. like a manslaughter, uh, like guilty on manslaughter, which would still not make people. Um, no, would but not satisfy something. people. Right. But yeah, you know, what sucks too is that it's not even like, it's that these fucking people get money. Like, that's the the other part that's difficult to to process is that Dylan Roof got money, uh, George Zimmerman got mo- like 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 white people will crowdfund for these people, and that's another like disappointing, disgusting reality of this that like is also it's just like yeah well if he gets manslaughter and goes to jail for eight years when he comes out he's gonna have a great life and be mm-hmm. a guest speaker and all this shit and like Republicans will embrace him. And isn't that fucked up? That's fucked up. I think that's why it's also important if you can to really process and watch the trial, because I think some people are not because they think it's a foregone conclusion, because they think this ends with Derek Chauvin spending life in prison. That's not we don't even I don't even I don't even know how likely of an outcome that is. So that's why I think it's all this is going to be part of it's like how we remember like the OJ trial, because the outcome was not like we remember that because the outcome was so arid. So we need to be processing that in the same way. So follow Sammy's debriefs if you can we'll keep checking in that is our show until the end of democracy i'm amanda duberman i'm lily tamaris i'm sammy sage and this is the betcha sub podcast the betcha sub podcast is produced by amanda duberman jorge morales pico and sean kilby editing by jorge morales pico social media by amanda duberman be sure to follow at betches underscore sup on instagram twitter and tiktok and send us your emails to suppod at betches.com Batches.